You are not born as a leader. You're chosen to be made one by God. Be excellent. Be simple. Be authentic. Be a leader. You must choose your life journey. Experience a God who's for you. Welcome, everyone. I'm David Blunt, and this is Leadership Lifter. And it's all about lifting your leadership. And I always like to start with giving you a resource because I think that's so important. And our resource is The Magic of Thinking Big. The Magic of Thinking Big by David Swartz. Today's part two. We had part one last week, and we're going to share with you the rest of it today. But I just want to challenge you today. I want to encourage you today. I, I, want, I want to encourage you to think bigger, to dream bigger, to ask bigger than ever before. I believe it'll change the trajectory of your life, the direction of your life, and the level of life that you're living on. So let's just get right into it. A little review real quick. The magic of thinking big. I like to be around big thinkers, don't you? I like to be around people who stretch me, make me think bigger, dream bigger, ask bigger. I like this quote, the size of your success is determined by the size of your belief. Not the color of your skin, not your background, not your history, not your family, not what uh, your foes or your enemies might say about you, but the size of your own belief. The size of your success is determined by the size of your belief. If I think little, I receive little. If I believe little, I receive little, right? So we gave you Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20 from the Bible. Now to him who's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think. God works through our asking and our thinking. Ask big, think big. Think big, ask big. According to the power that works in us. So how do I think bigger? Now you might be saying, you know, isn't that kind of elementary? Not really. You know, down through my lifetime, the last 40 years of pastoring the same church in the same city, four decades, we're celebrating 40 years this year at Church on the Rock, St. Louis. You know how many times I've had people ask me, how do you think bigger? How do you think big? They want to know the one, two, three, the ABC, the, the simple application of how to do it, how to think bigger. So we said last week, number one, personal growth plan. You can go back and watch that podcast Number two, right people in my life. The right people in my life. You know, every day I pray, God, keep the wrong people out of my life and bring the right people into my life. That's so important because your achievements are connected to your relationships. Your achievements are connected to your relationships. Your relationships determine your achievements, okay? You're around small thinking people, you're going to just achieve small things. So I got to be around the right people in my life. They see your potential. They see uh, the good in you. They see the best in you. They bring the best out of you. They love you enough to give you feedback that will help you and challenge you, correct you and empower you. Then number three, new experiences. New experiences. That's huge. Number four, be open to new ideas. How to think bigger. I've got to be open. I've got to be listening. I've got to be looking for new and better ideas. Number five, this is where we left off last week. Ask questions to high achievers. You know, I was around some people today, and I said to them, uh, I just want to answer any questions you have. And 
Do you have any questions? And you know what they all told me? Uh, no, I don't have any questions. Wow. You never want to be in the presence of a mentor and not have a question because they won't give you any time. They won't come back. They won't help. You never want to be around somebody who knows more than you, somebody who's achieved more than you, somebody who's done more than you, and you don't have a question. You always need to have questions. I was taught to have a yellow pad by my bedside or a little tiny recorder to have by my bedside with questions on it. Peter Daniels, a billionaire from Australia, always told me, you always need to have questions ready for when the opportunity comes for you to be in the presence of a high achiever. You always need questions. I'm in Hawaii a few weeks ago. I'm at a conference. I'm having lunch with the main speakers, the, the guests of the whole conference and the main speakers. And we're, uh, he had the penthouse in the resort overlooking the ocean, all glass, the biggest, the baddest room on the whole resort, okay? I'm sitting there eating with them, and he looks to me in front of all these people. I could give you the names of these people. Many of you would know them. And the, the, the guest who was hosting the whole conference looks at me and said, Dave, you're the number one question asker I know. He said, I know you have questions. What are they? I asked two questions, and the whole night, the whole party spent talking about those two questions. I'm not lifting myself up. I'm just saying that if you want to think bigger, you've got to have questions ready to ask people when you're in the presence of somebody that's a high achiever. And then the next day, in the sessions, the guest host talked about those same questions I had asked the night before. Questions are everything. My friend John Mason has a book on asking questions. You always need to have... See, somebody who has no questions tells me they don't want to grow, tells me they're not intentional, tells me they're not prepared, tells me they don't value my time or my wisdom. So if you're going to think bigger, you want to ask questions in the presence of high achievers. Are you looking for some interactive activities and special events that will help build your leadership and mentoring skills? Or maybe you're just looking for a place where you can network and promote your business. I encourage you, join us at our Marketplace Ministry events. You can visit our website for our upcoming dates and speakers. Well, what should I ask? I've been asked this down through the years. Well, Pastor, when I'm in the presence of my boss, my supervisor, uh, a, a mentor, a high achiever, a mover and a shaker, what do I ask him? You see, I'm supposed to ask him things. I need to know. I don't know what to say. Well, let me help you out with that. You ask them, how do they think? Ask them their thinking process. How do they think? And then another one is, how have they overcome obstacles? You ask them. How have they overcome obstacles? Lee Cockrell, the man for 10 years ran Disney World and all the resorts for 10 years. Lee Cockrell, he's retired now. He came and spoke at our church. I asked him, he spoke at our marketplace ministry for business people. I asked him sitting next to him, I said, how when you were interviewing top people, how did they qualify? And he said this to me, Lee Cockrell. He said, one of the things I want to know is the biggest problems they faced, the biggest heartache and pain they faced, the biggest obstacles they faced, and how they overcame them. That was Lee Cockrell. 
He said, I want to know how they faced adversity and overcame adversity, and that let me know a whole lot about if I wanted them on my team or not. So you ask these people, how have you overcome the obstacles in your life? And then you ask, how do they manage and master themselves? How do they manage and master themselves? You know, last night I'm working out with my son. We're doing CrossFit and we're listening to a Navy SEAL that's going to be coming speaking at our church at our marketplace, listening to his podcast. And he said, the Navy SEAL, he said, the, the greatest battle you'll ever face is mastering yourself, mastering yourself. It's true, isn't it? So how do you manage yourself? You ask them that. How do you master yourself? How do you conquer those things in your life that you need to conquer? How do you discipline yourself? Where do you get discipline? How do you increase in discipline? These are questions that you ask high achievers and that will cause you to think bigger. What is their daily routine? Don't forget now the resource I'm telling you to get, the magic of thinking big. It changed my life. I want to share it with you. I believe it will help you as well. What is their daily routine? I want to know. A great friend of mine who lives in Dallas, Texas, he said to me one time, Dave, your future is hidden in your daily routine. Your future is hidden in your daily routine. Is your daily routine moving you closer to your goals? Is your daily routine moving you closer to your goals? Our future is hidden in our daily routine. Keep growing your skills with Pastor David Blunt's weekly Leadership Lifter. On our website, you will find more uplifting teachings, book recommendations, and other lecture materials that will bring fulfillment to your life. Also, on the website, you can purchase Pastor Blunt's books, as well as his upcoming release, God is for You. And you ask them, what are their habits? These are questions to ask high achievers so you and I can think bigger. What are their habits? What are their strongest habits? And how did they develop those habits? You ask them, what do they read? What do they read? Because you want to find out what they read. And then this morning, again, I'm, I'm listening to Norman Vincent Peale. I got up at 5 o'clock. I'm doing my prayer. I'm, I'm walking my dog. I'm making breakfast for my wife. And I'm listening to Dr. Norman Vincent Peale. And uh, he mentioned a book on his, on his podcast. I immediately went to Amazon, ordered the book. I wanted that book. Because he said, Norman Vincent Peale, this book changed his life. I said, well, if it changed Dr. Peale's life, it can change my life. Immediately bought it and ordered it. You want to find out what are they reading? And then who do they know that you should know? Who do they know that you should know? You know, a few weeks ago, you saw I had a guest on our leadership lifter, Jody Mayberry, who works with Lee Cockrell the former Disney executive. So when I'm with Jody, he's at our marketplace ministry, and we're sitting there. I say, Jody, who do you know that I need to know? Who do you know that I need to know? And he gave me a list of names. These are questions you ask high achievers. Number six, I've got 10 of them, so we got to rush through these last few, okay? Watch your language and words. If you want to think bigger, you have to use certain kind of words. Dr. Norman Vincent Peale said that you need to take impossible out of your vocabulary. Take impossible out of your vocabulary. 
If you're going to think bigger, you've got to use words that make you think bigger. You can't talk defeat, talk negative, talk lack, talk small, and think big. So you've got to watch your language and the words that you speak. Are they creating a bigger image, a bigger dream, a bigger future, a bigger day, or are they downsizing your life, discouraging you and defeating you with your self-talk? A few weeks ago, we did a whole podcast on self-talk. Number seven, use your imagination. Use your imagination to think bigger. Years ago, you know, almost 40 years ago now, I wanted a new Harley Davidson fat boy. I didn't have one, didn't have the money for one, but I wanted one. I had a family, had a young family to raise. I didn't have money extra to buy a Harley Davidson motorcycle. But you know what I did? I took a picture of our Harley Davidson fat boy. I taped it on the dash of my car. And for a year, I drove around with that picture on the dash of my car. My boys would get in there, hey, dad, when are you going to get that motorcycle? I said, I have it by faith right now. You know, and for a year, I drove around imagining myself with that particular motorcycle. God gave us imagination as a gift. You need to imagine. Your imagination will help you think bigger, okay? You need to feed your imagination. That's so, so important. And eventually, I got that motorcycle, okay? So you use your imagination. As somebody said, if you can dream it, you can have it, right? If you can imagine it, if you can see it, you can be it. So you want to use your imagination. And then number eight, have a dream board. How to think bigger. Have a dream board. At home, in my office, I have a dream board, and I look at that when I'm in my office at home, and I pray over it every time I'm in that office. I have a dream board. You know, we've done this for decades. You know, every Christmas, our family, we cut out collages, and we put it on this poster board, and we put it up on our house. That was our dream board. We've been doing this for 40 years. So you want to use a dream board, you know, Mary Kay, you know, Shackley, you know, all of these different multi-level companies, Amway, they all tell you to get pictures of what you want, where you want to go, and what you want to have, and what you want to do, and put them in front of you. Because that visualization, that imagination helps you to dream bigger and think bigger. So number nine, an attitude of seeing, this is good, an attitude of seeing what can be, not just what is. You have to have this attitude of seeing something as it can become, not as it is. This is huge. Seeing something as it can be, not as it is. In my own life, I'm a car nut, classic car nut, motorcycle guy. When I was 14 years old, didn't even have my driver's license, I got a 57 Chevy, okay? black two-door. And when I saw it, it was dirty. A friend of mine had it. It was dirty. and But I saw it cleaned up, detailed out, uh, new wheels on it. I, I saw it as it could be, not as it was. You know, a lot of people miss opportunities because they see it as it is, not as it can be. I bought it for $75. Now, this tells you how long ago it was. I bought it for $75, a 57 Chevy. I'm 14 years old, don't have my driver's license. Took a week, detailed it, bought new wheels, chrome wheels for it, put hubcaps on it. A week later, I sold it for $150. 
I thought, man, that's pretty good. $75, $150. I saw it as it could be, not as it was. You know, property, houses, homes, situations. You know, if you can see it as it can become, then it will open up your world and you will think bigger. Okay? The number 10, be the architect of your life. Be the architect of your life. Today, my wife was telling me of somebody that she's counseling, okay? It's a couple in our church, and she's counseling this couple, and they're both blaming each other. They're both saying it's his fault, it's her fault, it's this, it's that. And I said to her, I said, you know what the problem is? Neither one of them will take responsibility for their own life. Neither one of them will take responsibility for their own life. They have a victim mentality and they're blaming each other. And as long as they do that, God can't restore their marriage. So bottom line is, I have to be the architect of my life. I can't blame my parents, my friends, my foes, my siblings, the color of my skin, my upbringing, where I grew up, what happened to me. I have to take responsibility, stop blaming, stop making excuses, uh, stop, you know, having that wrong stinking thinking attitude and be the architect of my life and say, if it's going to be, it's up to me. I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to change the trajectory of my family. I'm going to change that generational curse. Everything in my family is going to change with me and go to a whole new level. Be the architect of your life. I hope last week and today on how to think bigger and the magic of thinking big, 10 ways. Hope it's helped you. It's a joy coming to you. If you enjoyed the podcast, push like and share. And until next week, don't forget, God is for you.